Hey gang, Sean Geek here. And Fast Fred. And we have two storefronts. If you are a T Public fan, you can browse our inventory over at T Public, which is tpublic.com forward slash Sean Geek Podcast. Or redbubble.com slash people slash Sean Geek Podcast. You can get anything from either storefront from t-shirts, stickers, phone cases, accessories of all kinds. We're talking masks, notebooks, mugs, pillows, totes, tapestries. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Everything's there. Just go to those addresses. Also check the show notes and help support the show. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, here we go. There we go. Yeah, the uh, the lady lets us know. Uh, All right. So, <clears throat> so this is only our our second week back to recording Todd and I took that, that break for. I'm not gonna say on the air what <clears throat> that was all about, but so this is I'm still uh, finding my wheels. I feel, but uh, I'm glad to get you on because you had to get your wheels under you too. Are you? Uh, well, are you doing? Still get still getting there. Yeah, still getting there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'll tell you, I'm a little bit disappointed. I thought there'd be more people here. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, this is my sixth time. I thought we'd be at, like, the park or the Burt. There'd be, like, a <laughs> trivia contest or something. And Yeah, I get it. I get it. All the other six-time guests, if you have such a thing. I don't know. Um. Yeah, there's probably six of them, maybe, total. <laughs> Five or six of them. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's a panel. Yeah. I got to do that. I, I get like, even when we were doing like dome and stuff like that, I didn't do any of that stuff. Like that was always like Oli that did it or, or Alex and just booking shows. Like I booked some of the shows at the, um, at the, I keep calling it the spectrum the mm. pyramid. and um, like that whole business finagling side of things. I don't know. Maybe I get nervous about it, I guess. But well, it, it's easy to do. You just call the venue and then you say, okay, well, it's um, you pay to play, basically. You pay them for the venue and it's $800 or $1,000 and then um, you pay them from the door receipts. Yeah. So, well, it was, well, it's different too. I mean, like even if you're actually talking about the same kind of stuff, it's, it is kind of a different skill because, again, there's no... I mean, I guess you can edit at the end of the day when you're going to post it, but yep. you're still there and live and talking and, yeah, you know, and if you usually do like, you know, the two of you and one guest, that's different than even if you like rotate guests, it's still different. Um, I think it's doable. I mean, I, I know there are like, I think Garbage Hill probably does more of that kind of stuff than a lot of like the, a lot of the other, I guess, stations you would call the podcast stations, but um. Oh, we played live a bunch of times. Like, if you want to talk about like, well, be, being live, like, yeah, this is live as you get, pretty much. So, like, it it should be second nature to me. But I don't know. I think the COVID thing kind of. I'm I'm less social than I used to be. I don't go out 
with my friends like I used to. I don't do any of that stuff like I used to. Like some of that's like slowed <laughs> right down. And we basically see family most of the time. And that's about it. Like I'm actually going to go see Todd in person today. Like we don't do that <laughs> anymore. It's kind of weird. Why well, I, I kind of found um because like my last official day at the store was like the middle of November. Well, the last day was actually open, I guess. Officially, I probably was at the end of December. But um, one of the things that I realized, like when COVID first hit, especially for like the first, uh, I think it was like one week or two weeks, but however long, like the retail stores had to be closed down for. Oh, yeah. And then we opened up, um, you know, like curbside only, which in the winter here is, you know, not necessarily balmy. So if I were to talk to somebody, I had to talk to somebody like outside my store, it was cold. And then, you know, I could let in two people in the store and four, and then it's like slowly, at least the people coming into the store kind of went back to normal. And like for the last year, it was fairly normal, although I mean, less people downtown still. So, but my regulars were in and, you know, I was kind of closing down and taking some days off and, I finally closed the store and, you know, about two weeks later, it's like, oh, my social life is 95% of the store because <laughs> I, did, I didn't have to make the effort to like, hey, do you want to go and grab a cup of coffee or have some supper or like watch wrestling? It's like people came to me. Yeah. And then we talked. They came. To, well, maybe not me to my store. And that, that's how I talked. That's how I caught up with my friends, talked about their family, talked about, you know, the big comic they bought, the TV shows they're watching, like. Doug talked to him a bunch about music and TV and movies, but now it's, I don't even zoom with friends like outside of podcasting and stuff. And I don't see too many people outside of the store, but that's still two months out. So it's just something I kind of have to get used to again, actually making an effort to see people and talk yeah. to them. Um. So, <clears throat> so what are you, what are you doing? Like, are, like, how like what are you doing to to socialize now are you do you have a game face on to, or not a game face but a, a game <laughs> plan like how do what how do i do this now how do, i, I want to know what's happening with doug or with you know so and so or bob or jim or like like you know any of your regulars and stuff like how do you um you email with some people which um Again, like people haven't had to email to see what they're up to. So that's maybe slower for my liking. And I don't have everyone's e email address or people I considered friends like on Facebook. But a lot of it is just messaging. And then, you know, at the time of day, everyone else has lives and jobs. Well, I don't. But um, so it's not hard. Again, it's just something to get used to. Um, today is Sunday. So Friday, uh, one of my old accounts who said, you know, we should keep in touch and have a coffee every now and again, uh, actually texted me on Thursday and said, hey, are you free on Friday or Saturday? <clears throat> so that was nice. Uh, had a cup of coffee, kind of turned into about an hour and a half, which is kind of longer than I was expecting, but very happy for it. And it was it nice, was nice though, right? Him. Oh, definitely. Nice, yeah. right? Damn. But yeah, mostly it's just um, typing, I guess. Uh, like my son ha plays a lot of video games with his friends online. So they got the headset on and, you know, the microphone and depending on what they're playing, sometimes they'll have the pop-up window in the corner or 
even have like Zoom or I think, I guess Teams has a video capability. Mm-hmm. So you can actually see his friends, but he's been doing that because of COVID for so long. And I Wait, didn't. So Sorry, can you go back for a sec? So, so basically when he's playing online with his friends, he's not just doing the audio, but he's got a video as well. Well, depending on the game. Yeah, I think some of okay. the games he has online, if, if it was like on Roblox or some of the games he has on Steam, there might be like a pop-up window where you can actually see somebody. But at the very least, you can... Um, like listen and speak to them but i do know at least sometimes when he's playing like maybe say there's a game that you can't yeah speak to people then he'll have his uh iphone out and he'll, he'll set up zoom and or uh facetime and uh, talk to them that way so i mean he's probably not looking at them all the time while he's playing the game but oh, he can but... at least still have social contact with them huh why don't i do that <laughs> i mean you know <laughs> when i was age our option was to talk on the phone yeah and you know if you're playing D and assume they're not lying about the dice roll or something right so <laughs> at least on zoom you probably want one camera right on the dice just to make sure well that's yeah our, our buddy mark he plays remotely with a bunch of people from edmonton and that's what he does yeah his cameras he's i don't want my face on there so his camera's just <laughs> on the dice sure and then uh he he sees their uh, tabletop on their end He's been doing that for 15 years now, playing remotely with these guys. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Are you cold this morning, Sean? Freezing. <laughs> cold in this basement. I didn't put the heat on down here yet. You get the hoodie on. Yeah. This, so sh- this is every day. Every day. Oh. Every day. Oh, okay. Hoodie. I have um. I have this thing. It's a blanket I put on my legs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's so freaking cold. It's like I have a heater, but I shouldn't have to. Like I can't raise the heat in the house because it's weird the way our house is is set up. And I guess it's a flaw in construction is that the heat goes into the kids' bedrooms first. Hmm. Like that's where, and that's also where the um where it reads the heat for the house hmm. is that corner of the house. The hottest corner of the house is where it reads the the heat for the house. So their bedroom is always like they're in shorts and t-shirts, like in tank tops or whatever when they sleep. It's that hot. Well, but in our room or in the living room, it's it's cold. You don't like, have dampers to adjust. Uh, I think we need to buy better ones. We do, but the, the, you you turn the thing and you know you could see the the flap. Well, this is a visual podcast. Here I am. It's not a visual podcast. Here I am. But the 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 flappers or whatever mm-hmm. you turn it to wide open or closed. Eventually, they go yeah, and they go back to open, like they don't hold. So, well, they don't have like a nut or something you can tighten just to keep it there. Nope. You uh, know, like the dampers, like like actually in the ductwork. Yeah. Oh, and I have like mean? for my oh. hot air, they have like the air blowing out, like with the circular pipes. So inside there's kind of like a valve, which I'm assuming is circle because it's a circular pipe. But yeah. the only way f- that I can really know if it's open or closed is you turn the handle and you kind of feel if there's like a resistance or not. So um Wait, that, like is I'll that block off level, though, or is that in only in like the basement? Well, the furnace is in the basement, so right. I can kind of control the heat. Um, I don't have air conditioning yet, but I finally figured out a couple of years ago how to just get the air circulating, and that was really good. Sure. So, I, but 
like I don't need to heat the basement as much or there's like a, a toy room which I don't think Mason's been in in years we would just kind of keep board games and stuff and some books so that doesn't need heat so I can kind of just turn that off completely so more heat gets pushed through the other ones mm, I see what you're saying okay I gotta look I gotta look I it's probably not set up right like I, I don't know I'm not I'm not the guy that figures that sort of shit out very well so maybe I'll just take a look and and see but like I know in the basement, I have the ability. Like in the summertime, I've got these valves I can close, so the air conditioning doesn't come down here because we never need air conditioning in the basement. So there's these little twirly. Oh, it's, oh, it's on the end part. Yeah, on the end part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those work too. And I'm just realizing that it's closed right now in this room. <laughs> <laughs> so it means yeah. the heat isn't coming to this room at all. Turned yeah, turned it off in the summer, and then forgot Damn to put it open up again in the winter. <laughs> yeah, should, I mean, you should have a license to own a house because I I would not <laughs> have a license to own a house. Actually, keep talking. I'm going to go turn that thing. <clears throat> sure. Well, that's that's really no different than owning a car. <laughs> they don't usually sure. go through the whole thing. You're just kind of hoping that your, you know, one of your 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 one of your parents showed you how to you know change oil or check the oil and check the tire pressure and stuff and we'll just give you a car it's like okay just get in and drive <clears throat> and all of a sudden you go get an oil change says, well there's no oil in here <laughs> well because you got to check that too <laughs> yeah i'm kind of starting that with my son he actually just got his uh well what's the middle one the intermediate i guess but he got his uh, driver's license yesterday so like wait, oh nice like full well no uh well it's not beginners. He is intermediate or like on, well, I guess it was like probation for us. Right. Which I think was only like six months or a year. I don't remember. It wasn't you know, very long. Right? Yeah. Um, so he's on probation for 15 months, which is, um, I mean, 0% alcohol for 15 or three years, actually. Um, from, I think, 5 a.m. to midnight, he can have as many people in the car as our seatbelts. And then between midnight and five, he can only have one person in the car with him, unless it's someone like me who's had his license for two or three years. And then after the 15 months, then it becomes like a full license. Oh, so he's on his last his last stage. Yeah, well, just as of yesterday. So he actually passed his first time. So Really? Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, uh, solar parking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, when, when I... When I went for my test, um, I passed my parallel parking first and I failed my road test. So when I went back to take my second test, I didn't have to do the parallel parking anymore because I had already passed it. Right. Uh, but that's another one of the changes they have, too, is where you have to pass both things um, during one Each road time. test. So it was at the MPI Center on Main Street and pulled into the garage and, you know, talked to the instructor and did the light and porn test and everything. Um and then he pulled out, and I know they did the parallel <laughs> parking first, because that's what his friends say, and like the you know the poles are right there. So I'm kind of like looking out the window, and he goes and does the first one. And it's like all right, that looks pretty good, I think. And pulls back out and tries to do it again. It's like well, yeah, well second time that's fine. You know, you got like three minutes or five tries or whatever. And then he pulls, stops in the parking lot, and it's like our the buildings to the left, and he turns right. And I went, yes. And I jumped up and I went, oh, sorry. Because there are people standing there. I was like, you passed the parallel parking test. 
<laughs> which is probably the hardest thing for a lot of like first time people taking yep. the test. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he had a couple of friends who failed it the first time. And most people, if they fail something, I think is that. So it's like, I kind of jumped up and I went, oh yeah, I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get a question. Are they, um, are they, so if, cause all like the new cars now, and then you can also buy, you can also buy a camera because my father-in-law has an old car, but he bought a camera for the back. Are they allowed to use those? Yes, um, I read that up actually about a week before just to make sure because um, his mom's vehicle, well, she's getting one put in, but she doesn't have it yet. Um, so if you do have like a backup camera, you can use it. But if you're staring at the little you know video window the whole time, then they're going to say, no, do it again. Yeah. So you can, it's like, it's an eight, but it can't be the thing that you use. Yeah. So you can't rely on it. Yeah. So at, the, at the beginning, did you say light and horn test? Oh, well, yeah. When you pulled into uh, the garage, they just wanted to make sure that your turning signals, your brake lights, and your horn worked before you went out for the test. Okay. If I you go back to where you, else. yeah, I, I heard something else. I, I thought you said lightning porn test. And I, oh. <laughs> I didn't. So if you go back and listen to it, well, I think that's what I heard. But I, I could, I, I, obviously, I was wrong. So, well, I, I don't know about his mom's, but here he doesn't have an age restriction on the internet. So, I mean, it's possible. <laughs> I, guess. I don't ask. Lightning. Well, it's gonna go in a t-shirt now. Lightning porn test. <laughs> oh, crazy! Is that to like to make sure that your internet speed is fast enough to watch Pornhub? Is that what that is? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> uh, this is a uh, was our we're we're copywriting that right now as you speak. Just, you know, yeah, probably. Well, I know you guys have shirts, so I mean, it, you can make it happen. Well, yeah, I know we can. Well, well, I think the splat and bone one you got <laughs> that was a classic. Did you, did you hear about that, Jared? Uh, no. So we were we were on someone else's show, and uh, what, what the hell song was it? Man on a mission, right? It, yeah, it was a Sammy Hagar tune, and and I don't know if if the computer, you know, you, you know when you watch say uh, videos and stuff, and it'll have uh, subtitles at the bottom, and it's usually generated automatically. Hmm. It's and not somebody put it there, so it looks like someone did that with the lyrics, and they didn't quite make out what the lyrics said, so it just figured, I think it's this, <laughs> and they threw it in, and it, we uh, we so, howled for a while. So so the lyric was. Hmm. Something, 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 flesh, blood, and bone was the lyric. And the real then, lyric. The real lyric. And then what the AI generated lyric was you play splat and bone. And it didn't make any sense. Didn't make any sense, but yeah. It was pretty funny, actually. So, so somebody actually made a t shirt that said, <laughs> That showed Sammy Hagar lying flat on his back, and it said, "Play Splat and Bone." That's Kevin, by the way, Todd. That did that. Kevin from um, the uh, the the Brit that lives in Saskatoon, who does the Tom Petty podcast. Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, I saw your shirt. That's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> worn it today. It's they've sold one T-shirt. That's good. <laughs> and I bought that one. Did out. it fit? Uh yeah, it did. It did. Okay. Thank God. I was, I'm not going to lie, I was five Krakens in when I ordered the shirt, and I barely remembered ordering it. Oh, God. But I ordered <laughs> did a your eyes start to cross after that? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I crossed after two. We did a live uh, is... a live stream with them. It was their show, and they had, like, what, seven, 
17 guests or something stupid. <laughs> and um, we started at eight and we went till three, two. Oh, oh it was it was late. So I was past my bedtime five times over. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was. Uh, oh, my God. It was. Yeah, it's the most I've had to drink in a long time. So so have you ever drunk shopped before? Like had the shopping oh. channel on and all of a sudden it's like it's my first why time. are all these things showing up at my door? <laughs> what did I buy? Jared, have you ever drunk shopped? Uh not that I remember, no. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I mean I don't drink like that ever. Like I don't do that. Like it what is it? Um Rob Williams said, you know, like I I I <laughs> I pissed and puked all over myself. I have kids. This is a day for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here's a switch. Daddy's gonna throw up all over you. Yes, thank exactly. you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I had to let my cat in before he yeah. woke up my son. I I kind of figured that's what was happening. Um. So what's what's anything new in your world? How's uh? I mean, you don't have to talk about anything you don't want to on here. This is a free place, so. But uh, make sure you I do got, I got crave, so my butt's been sitting on the sofa, and I've been gaining yeah. weight lately. What are you watching? <laughs> what are you watching on Crave? Um, I, finished, I almost got uh, it. So I'm curious what you're watching. Our flag means death. It's the uh, Tidy Wikiki. Oh. I don't know if he writes it, but produced um, pirate show, and he plays Blackbeard. <laughs> um. That's probably good enough on its own. It's yeah, just... it's. I think it's a half hour. It's only had the one season, but I think it's coming back. Um, Flight Attendant, I liked. With uh, Kelly Kuko, uh, Michelle oh, yeah. Gomez, like Missy from Doctor Who. Oh. And uh, Rosie Perez. Oh. Okay. It's actually less about Flight Attendants than the title makes it out to be, but uh, I've really enjoyed that. I think I watched the first uh, episode of that, and it was like, "Well, do I want to watch this?" But is it is it worth uh, kind of sitting down with it and giving it some time? Um, I think it is. I, I I like the first season better, but I think the second season is worth watching. Um, it kind of finished to the point where they don't have to come back, so I don't know if they had plans. But oh, is um is Doctor Who on Crave? No, but it. I don't know when, but it'll probably wind up being on Disney because they made a deal what? for Ooh, distribution. What? And I think they're, I don't know if, I don't think Disney's going to be like producing or writing, but I think they're giving them money to produce. So, Really? Yeah. Holy shit, that's huge. Wow. I think it might start after whatever the next season's going to be. I, I'm not quite sure when it's supposed to start. But We, we watched, we caught up on, um, on Doctor Who, like, not new Doctor Who, that's not the right, but when Eccleston took over, mm -hmm. um, and he was, Todd's like, <laughs> <laughs> but when he, when, when, Eccl when Eccleston would, became the Doctor, it was like the new Doctor Who, and we started watching, and because they had it on Netflix mm -hmm. for a while, and that's where we were watching it, and then Netflix, in Canada at least, or whatever, lost the contract, so we only got as far as, um, it was David tenant and then the guy after matt smith and we only got part way through matt smith before it got pulled like it's two seasons into matt smith or something 
Well, I think space shows it. So, I mean, that might be on Crave, but I think there's like a BBC Canada yeah, there's channel like, that is probably on it too. So, yeah, I know there's a BBC, like I can get it as an extension of um, a prime. Yeah. But it's like, I don't want to get it just for a show. I don't know. I do like BBC quite a bit, but I don't know. It's just another subscription to pay for, right? Yeah. Can you buy a was... channel? You can buy a BBC channel, yeah. Like it's like three ninety nine a month or something. It's not like when you get those uh, packages when it has a bunch of channels. It says, "Well, I just want the one channel." Well, no, you have to buy. You have to rent the whole package. Yeah, they have a BBC one on on um, Prime. So Prime has a lot of okay. You can buy just BBC. You can buy just uh, it's called Brit TV, I think. And then there's Box. Box, thank you. Yeah, that's the one. And then they have a few like that, but then they do have like package combos. We're uh, debating what we're gonna do when uh, we're watching me and me and Abby's show that we watch is Alone, that survival show. That's Abby's favorite show for some reason, and it's something her and I watch together. But they only have so many seasons on Prime, and then you have to buy the additional package to continue watching, which is one of the things that they do all the time. It's like we'll have all the seasons, but the current one. Or the lot, you know, the current two or whatever, and then you have to spend another four dollars a month or five dollars with tax, I guess, you know, to continue watching a show that you're already hooked on. Where you get the fire yeah. stick? Where you get the fire stick? Yeah, <laughs> you get them all. Sylvie is very resistant to the fire stick. She's just like, just sounds illegal. It just sounds illegal. Well, I, well, pay a pro- I, mean, I pay her for a provider, so. <laughs> Do you do you have you don't have anything like that, do you, Jarrett? A fire stick? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's where I've got like my Netflix, Disney, Prime. No, I IPTV. BBC Gem. Hmm? IPTV. Uh no, but I, I know you guys have spoke about that before, so yeah. Yeah, Sylvie just feels it's illegal to do it. And oh. that's why she's resisting. Well, that isn't, but stuff like uh what were the other like popcorn flicks or BTV or stuff like that? I, I don't because if you're not paying for it, I mean, I used to have like the wrestling channel, I, I paid for it. Technically, it was illegal, I guess, because I didn't have cable. Um, so I just paid the WWE network directly, so they still got my money, but I was supposed to get it through like Shaw or Bell or whoever, yeah, because they did the same thing with Crave too. They didn't want you to get Crave direct, but they're letting you do it now. But yeah. that was that was the same thing because Crave was supposed to be a cable created streaming service. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. but you were saying before about like buying certain seasons. I was actually kind of happy to watch. Uh, there's only two seasons. They're making a third one of a show called Party Down. It was with like Adam Scott and oh. um, and I'm terrible with names. So I'm just gonna say the gym teacher from Glee and Stifler's mom and. Um, Party down, you said. Yeah, party down. It's uh, they're a catering company, so it's with a lot of people. Oh, okay. I guess at the time Adam Scott was more like a B-level actor, but a lot of people I like in other shows, or people from like uh, Children's Hospital. Yeah, I see here Lizzie Kaplan, Ryan Hansen, Martin Starr. Oh, Jane. Yeah, Lynch. Martin Lynch. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Martin Jane. Starr is the um, teacher in the Spider-Man movies right now, and he was in. Uh, was it no? Not undeclared. Um,
Here, I'll share one of the Apatow TV shows. But anyway, but so like I, I watched the first season was like great and like, whoops, what happened here? Um, I just shared screen here. So Todd, it's this guy here, Martin. Oh, okay. oh, okay. Yeah, like like Ken Marino, I really like. Yeah, but he's been in, you know, a lot of like sort of B level stuff, but or just because I like him listening to him on a bunch of podcasts. Yeah, Megan Mullally's, yeah. but she's in the second season. So Star has the first season, or uh, Crave has her first season for free, but then you have to subscribe to like Stars Plus or something to watch the second season. Wow. So it's like, well, I don't want to do that. Todd, you know Adam Scott, right? Yep, I've seen him before. Yep, he's in it. Oh, Jennifer Coolidge is in it too. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, she was. Mom. She was in the was it White Lotus? I don't know if you've yes. seen the. Yeah, she, won, she won for it, right? I think, like the Golden Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, you broke girls. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Joey Lauren Adams. Ooh, chasing Amy. Yep. But yeah, they're half of those people are in the second season, and it's like I can't. I, I paid to watch to get Crave for the year. I don't want to pay extra just to watch a second season of something. Yeah. So maybe when the third season comes out, maybe the second season will like be free, but I don't know. Yeah, were they were there like a season behind every time? Because Netflix does that with some shows, like they're always a season behind. Well, that show's like ten years old though. They like they oh, just announced that there's gonna be a season three this year. And it's ten years old. <laughs> or something like that, yeah. So oh. but I had um I was watching on Apple TV, someone shared for like a month. And it's like, finally, great Apple TV. I can watch all the stuff I want on Apple TV. And it's like, buy, rent, buy, rent. So I wound up yeah. watching two movies and, you know, that was it. So what is, what's up with that? Because if you get Amazon Prime, you go, okay, I got Prime TV. And then you go to watch the show. It says, well, you have to pay. Well, why did I get Prime? What was the whole point? Well, they're all, yeah. So I don't know. They're, they offer a rental option. So you could do all of your video in one place. You don't have to go anywhere else. You can just use them to rent. It's like buying a membership to the video store and then having to pay f- to rent the movies afterwards. Oh, does make sense. What? Say that again, Todd. <laughs> well, say say you got a month. Okay, so Amazon Prime is a monthly thing, right? Oh, so yeah. that would be like back in the day when they had video stores. It says, okay, well, there's a monthly fee for you to be, you know, Oh, I see. For for the membership, plus we're going to charge you X amount of dollars to rent the movie, and that that was never a thing. It was like you got a membership, free membership. You just rented the movie, and that was it. It's like Costco. You have to pay to shop at Costco. <laughs> yeah, kind of, but it's not a month. Well, it's a yearly. Yeah, I mean you can break it down per month, but yeah, yeah but I spend way more at Costco. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I guess I'm guessing a lot of those because it's mostly movies, I think, not TV shows. Um, although something like, say, on Apple TV, like The Young Rock is on Apple TV, but I think you have to buy that. And it's, but it's new. I don't think you should have to buy something that new. But in the case of like uh, Prime, if you wanted to buy a movie, Amazon probably doesn't think spending, and I don't know, say a million dollars to, to get a movie on the service, they don't think they're going to make it back. Maybe they spend a hundred thousand dollars and know that they're going to make it back on a four dollar purchase all the time. Um, yeah, I, I think with but with that too, though, if you're renting or buying a movie through that service, I I don't think that, I don't think they have to pay very much for it. It's just a commission per sale. I, I'm I'm assuming that's how it would work. Like, could be, the the reason I say that is because 
if you want to, if you, when Top Gun was available to buy or rent or whatever, it was available. You could get it on every, like you could get it through, um, through like through the Xbox movies app. You could get it through prime. You could get it through, you know, all of them. Right. It's just Netflix doesn't offer stuff like that where you can rent movies or buy movies. And Disney doesn't. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. Although well, Disney, Disney did. Have a thing, did. Yeah. I don't know if they still do. Like Wakanda was... Forever is coming out on the first and I don't think they had an option to rent that like two no. weeks or a month early. But that was like just Black a Widow, thing. Yeah. Jungle Cruise, a couple, but I don't think they've done that for a while. And that was strictly pandemic driven. I think so. Because some cities didn't have movie theaters open. That's the only reason they had that pay model. So did you see Wakanda Forever, I guess? Nope. But I will on the first. Awesome. I'm 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 curious to get your your two cents on it. We talked about it on the show. But I don't know. I'm I'm curious if Todd would actually watch it. What's that? Wakanda Forever. What's it about? It's Black Panther 2. Oh, um, you know what? I haven't even seen the first one. I'm I'm not big into movies. Back in the day when it was rental movies, okay, I would rent movies, I think, three a week. And I was pretty much up to date for all the new releases that came out. And then once the video stores closed, it was like, eh, I just stopped. And then uh, so now if, if you said, oh, did you see this movie or that movie? I says, well, unless it was made... Pr- pre you know uh video store then you know anything after that i probably wouldn't have seen unless you know i might have seen a couple here and there but not not nearly as many as i used to i'd be curious if you would like something like black panther it's not your general wheelhouse but it is a really good film it's kind of like a marvel film or it is but they but they um i don't know they really distanced distanced themselves from it being a like completely Marvel film. Like it was kind of self-contained mostly. Oh, okay. So if you didn't watch any anything regarding it prior to that, you could watch the movie and it's fine. I mean, there's bits in the Captain America movie that preceded it, but they they cover it very well in the movie and kind of recap. They kind of recap. But, yeah, because it's mostly just like a little bit of Bucky and um. Keep wanting to call Freeman's character Henry Gerrich, and I know he's not him, but he reminds me of oh, that totally character is. from yep. Avengers. Yep. Um, but yeah, so mostly it's self-contained. You don't really need to know anything else. You probably need to watch it before, like Wakanda Forever. But oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. But Black Panther is like Ant Man or Guardians or Thor. Like the first ones, you don't need to know anything. Yeah, but it is. It's it's up there with like because you did like Guardians, right, Todd? Yeah, that was good. Like it, it, it holds up. I mean, it's not. Uh, it does have humor in it, though. It's not, well, it's not as jokey as as Guardians, that's for sure. But it's 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 light in some places, but not funny. Just light, I guess. It's probably more like Civil War, but without the fight at the airport. Yeah, yeah. Because again, it's mostly self-contained. Yeah, but it's good. The acting's amazing, and it's uh, it's interesting as hell. Like, I don't know futuristic uh africa is kind of what it's about i guess i don't know it, it's it's worth seeing I, I'd, I'd be curious if you saw that and and saw wakanda forever what your take on wakanda forever would be 
not being a comic nerd. Like, hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But whatever. If it's on, I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I need to watch it again because my opinion is not as popular as other people's opinions on it, apparently. So. Hmm. Well, the last movie I, th- I saw in the theater, I think, was Endgame. So it's been a while for me. Oh, yeah. Wow, that uh, is a long time. Well, Mason, I think Mason's been to two movies with his friends since then. But um, even before Endgame, uh, one of the Star Wars movies, and not like, you know, Rogue One or Solo was a lot movie I saw so there's probably about a year in between but um, he was just fine watching a movie on the couch and we can pause whenever you want to and we can watch the bloopers and the deleted scenes and if we're watching like say a Fast and the Furious movie he likes to see how they do the car stunts so it's like you know $20-$25 for the Blu-ray $20-$25 for the tickets and it's like well probably going to watch this movie again so I mean, having said that, I could probably use to like a little bit bigger TV and a like a sound system, but um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, once you do that, me. you'll never go to the theater again. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's uh, COVID had pushed that really fast with a lot of the other theaters, which might be like why the town is closing or all the other theaters are generally having a problem because they people during COVID they couldn't go anywhere, they couldn't spend their money on a vacation, they couldn't you know go out to eat, so they bought a big tv and they fixed up their basement and all that kind of stuff and once you do that and spend all that money then i don't know why you'd want to go i mean i saw like maverick on my tv i'm sure it was probably great in the theater but i just for me rather just stay home so top gun maverick so, mm, you saw it yeah. eh? i haven't seen it todd well, you haven't yeah, seen yeah. it yep yeah i've seen it oh, okay i'm the only one that hasn't seen it so is uh, top gun 2 right yeah 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 does it live yeah, up to the hype or what? I would say yes. It it was good. It was really good. What was it great? Because that's what people are saying. It's not good. It's great. It's like yeah, it's ever yeah. sort of thing. Uh, I would say it's it's on par, if not better, than the first one. Yeah, I would say that it might have been great if it wasn't supposed to be the movie that saved the theaters. I mean, I don't know if you could have possibly hype that movie anymore no um and i don't know if it did save the theaters i'm sure it definitely helped um but i mean the first one definitely worth watching was a really good movie yeah the first one i've seen it maybe twice and i'm like it's it's for me it's that film is an average film for me it's not i don't know it, it it's not my wheelhouse at all it it for me it's like, I, I do like Tom Cruise films, but I don't like Top Gun. And there's like certain types of Tom Cruise films I like and certain types I don't like. And that falls. Days of Thunder. <laughs> I didn't like Days of Thunder. But I mean, I liked I liked uh, hmm. the, the Samurai one he did. Haven't seen that. Um, the Last Ronin, is that? Uh, Last Samurai. Last Samurai? Last Samurai. I, it's called. I like that one. And I like the one where he was uh, the Irish immigrant or something. With his with Nicole Kidman, yeah, far and away, that doesn't sound right. But yeah, where there's like settling and they're rushing. To yeah, get I love that movie. Stuff. Love that movie. Yeah. I loved him in Magnolia, yeah. where he played right. uh, an asshole. Um, I, Legend. I like, what's that? Legend. Legend. Yeah, 
yeah okay well of course i like legend what was the other one he did he played um jamie fox and jamie fox got an oscar for it um my god i get google here why am i not looking this up <laughs> how about all his mission impossible ones um into those at all yeah i i don't mind those i mean i don't think the earlier mission impossibles like like the third one uh i remember at the time i voted it as the best comedy of of that year because <laughs> it was so god awful cheesy I'm just looking it up here. Uh, a dead, a dead special. Ah, it's all fake. <laughs> well, I was just—I don't know. I'm just looking it up here. So, oh, born on the Fourth of July. I, I actually quite enjoyed that one. Far and Away was the other one. Yeah. Uh, what the hell was that? I watched uh, for I, I I probably watched about sixty movies uh, for Christmas because again I was at home, but I did watch Eyes Wide Shut for Christmas. So. First time? Oh, uh, first time in a while, but not the first time. I, I, maybe I love that movie. That's that that might be my favorite. Oh, Collateral was the one I was thinking of. Him and Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox, I think, gets an Oscar for that one, I believe, oh. or something like that. Oh, but like Cocktail. I hated Cocktail. <laughs> um, that was right after Top Gun, wasn't it? Or was that before? That was before. Yeah, Top Gun. I think was I later say, on. Was it? Um, it was right. in around the same time. No, I think it might have been his like immediate movie. Maybe it was after eighty-eight. Yeah, it was eighties. Rain, Rain Man was good. Oh, Rain Man was great. Rain Man, yeah. He's the firm. Love the firm. If you, I, I'm not going to watch a movie because Tom Cruise is in it. But if Tom Cruise is in it, the very least is going to be okay. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I don't know, like stuff like Night and Day, I don't really like. I, I don't like it when Tom Cruise is, I'm, when he's, I'm Superman, there's no one better than me. I like it when he's flawed. Like, he plays flawed characters very well. That, oh, yeah, so hey, Top Gun was 86 and Cocktail was 88. So Cocktail came after. Okay. But, That's when he was on his run. But what was that one with uh, Emily Blunt he did? Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, I like that one. That movie's great. It's supposed he... to get a sequel, too. What? Really? Yeah. Todd, have you seen Edge of Tomorrow? No. Okay. If you were to watch, if you were, or, or Live, Die, Repeat. Live, Die, Repeat was the other title of the film. Yeah. So it's quite it, the title. It, it's, ground, it's Groundhog Day. And Tom Cruise is, is an idiot. And he keeps reliving the same day over and over and over again. I've seen that movie. It was with Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Groundhog Day is with Bill Murray. But this is, oh. but it's. And it's, Mel Gibson. What? Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson. It was um, like the final boss, I think it was called. Okay. Somebody also reliving the day, but he had to wind up killing somebody at the end. Edge of Tomorrow, anyway, it's worth watching. Anyway. He's a flawed yeah. character in it, right? I like when he's a flawed character. I'm gonna have to watch that one then. I don't know. It, it's good. And Emily Blunt. That was, I think, that's the movie I discovered Emily Blunt on, and she's that's John Krasinski's wife. But she's an amazing actress. She doesn't do typical. She's not typical in any way, shape, or form. She's very, I don't know, very good actress. Very interesting roles, like Jerry Maguire. 
Do you guys like Jerry Maguire? Show me the yeah. money. <laughs> that, that's the Tom Cruise I don't like. <laughs> oh, okay. But uh, I don't know. So you just don't like feel good stories then? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like it where he where he plays an asshole and then everybody loves that he's an asshole. Like I, I like when like people in the in the film don't like him. Like where he's um I don't know, like uh well, like the firm, like Magnoli, he pl- he played a horrible person. Um I'm trying to think what else. Like a few good men. I didn't like his character in a few good men. Everybody. I like a few good men a lot, but he's like, I'm not rooting for this guy at all through the film. I'm rooting against. But in in their more recent like Mission Impossible's, it's almost like a parody of of himself. And I, I I'm the the further into the series they get, the the more I like it. He's doing his own parody. <laughs> so I have a question. So Interview with the Vampire was that movie where Tom Cruise played a vampire, right? Yes. He played with um Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, yeah. It was originally, and then um, Joaquin Phoenix was supposed to be in it, and then Christian Slater. Replaced him because Joaquin Phoenix died. And so that was like probably the most iconic vampire of that era was the vampire he played. And he petitioned for this film and he really wanted to make this film. I've never done a vampire movie before, but fans of the books, I don't know if, have you ever read the books, Jared? Interview with the Vampire and Rice? Um, for the vampire series, I think I read maybe the first four or five. Okay. And then um, that's about like me. the mummy or Ramses of the Dead. Like I've read a few of her other books, including Exit to Eden. And if it's the movie is not oh. great as much as I love Dan Aykroyd, but um, <laughs> it's all, well, I mean, the book is not a comedy, but yeah, I, I read maybe the first four or five of them. And then I guess I just kind of felt that they were just too similar, kind of like um, the Shannara books from Terry Brooke. They're yeah. just once you read a couple that you've probably got the idea. Rinse, repeat. But I mean, I really love the first few, like, Sure. Lestat books. Yeah, for sure. So in that in that film, Todd, like Lestat, her or Anne Rice's invention of vampires in that in that in those books, like revolutionized mm-hmm. vampires again. It was there was a renaissance of vampires in Hollywood and, and books and stuff, and she kind of nailed it. And everyone seemed to agree that her vampires were kind of the best take since forever. Okay. You know, versus the Twilight vampires of, you know, like 10, 20 years later with the sparkly vampires. This is why we don't show ourselves in sunlight. People would know we're different. This is what I am. Like diamonds. They're beautiful. Beautiful. This is the skin of a killer, Bill. Every every vampire Dracula was always the left. You notice on every movie, it was always the left side where they had the two holes. 
don't know if, well, if know you're if coming you... up from the front, then yeah. Yeah. At least that's what I What if you're left-handed? Seeing. A left-handed vampire, would it be on the other side? Probably. Possibly. Are there any left-handed vampires? I don't know. Uh, the Count from Sesame Street is probably left-handed. Most Muppets are left-handed. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> the Count is my the favorite ca- vampire. Was the Count left-handed? Get down, get down. That's too get down. We had a whole episode of the Count not too, no, no, not too, too long ago. Um, but anyway, so it would interview the vampire. So that now it's it now has a streaming streaming show. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you muted right. yourself I'm, for that. I, I'm Cam Cat sitting in. Uh, Charlie likes to bite sometimes. That looked painful. <clears throat> yeah. Are you bleeding? Uh, no, I don't think so. But oddly enough, left side. You might have something. <laughs> there you go. What's that? <laughs> vampire <laughs> cat, not vampire. Two, two puncture holes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So there's a new interview with the vampire TV show now. Out. And I'm wondering if it's any good. Have not seen it. I have to pay to watch it. And I'm like, I was a big Anne Rice fan back in the day. I mean, I haven't read, again, same thing as you. I read the first five, four or five, read some of the other series. So now there's Interview with the Vampire. There's her Witches one is now on Prime. So there's two streaming TV shows of Anne Rice after she's passed away. And the reason there never was uh, an interview with the vampire sequel, so that so so this is so my hatred of Tom Cruise centered around the interview with the vampire. I assume I need no introduction. Why do you do this? I like to do it. I enjoy it. Take your rest seats. Taste pure things. Kill them swiftly if you will, but do it. For do not doubt, you are a killer, Louis. I'll be honest, because at the time I wasn't a big fan. And he fights and petitions and uses his 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 muscle to to cast himself as the six foot whatever blonde Lestat. And he's five five. <laughs> I I I don't know where you're going, but I always thought that between Cruz and Pitt they got the roles reversed. Absolutely. Yep. Hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because in that in that case, I did actually read the books before I saw the movie, so oh, I, I kind of had an image in my own head. But yeah. yeah, but my fear was at the time, Cruise did not make sequels. Mission Impossible was the only exception, mm-hmm. but he didn't make sequels. I knew that if he, if he muscled his way into mm-hmm. this film, because the Anne Rice said, "I don't want Tom Cruise in the film. I don't want him," and she actually lobbied the studio to say, "No, you can't cast him." I think she even said what you said, Jared, like reverse the casting, like Brad Pitt's perfect, you know, for Lestat. And she, she lobbied the studio. You can't do this. It's going to, you know, you're going to ruin my franchise. And I was on Anne Rice's side and I felt very much that way. But the other thing I knew is interview with the vampire is not net was never meant to be a single film. It was meant to be a trilogy, perhaps more films than that, but it was meant to be a trilogy because it was written as a trilogy in the books originally till she started writing more, I knew he wouldn't sign on for a second mm. film. So I knew if he made the film, he would doom it for sequels. And that's exactly what happened. And then it was, it lingered for years and years 
well, we can't get Cruz back for Lestat and Lestat's the main character. But Tom Cruise said, I always wanted to, I always wanted to make a vampire film. So he wasn't a fan of the material. He just wanted to make a vampire film. And, you know, for fans of Anne Rice, it's like, well, it's not just a vampire. Mm. It's so much more than that. It was one and done for him. We, we, yeah. and we all knew that was going to happen. So that was always my frustration is, and then it takes Anne Rice to die for them finally to, to do it the way she intended, which is really sad. Like, I don't know, like we should have had those films a long, 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 long time ago, but, but that's when I hated Tom Cruise the most <laughs> That decision. You ruined one of my favorite book series of all time. Cause you want to make a vampire film. But then, but then it kept making more Mission Impossible movies. I'm like, and I didn't like the first three. So I don't know. That's my hatred of Tom Cruise. I saw the first one. I think I, I can't remember if I watched the second one or not. And he I injured himself. Yeah. I watched them all with, with Mason. So a couple of times. I mean, they're, I, they're like I mean, they're like, at, at the worst, they're like really good popcorn movies. So yeah. I mean, I like them now and I don't hate them like I used to, but I do. I do like the series now, like in retrospect, like, like, well, what was the, um, when Ben Stiller did his whole thing, his whole shtick about he was Tom Cruise's double in all the movies. Do you guys remember seeing that? Like one of the Academy Awards things? Yeah, it was an Academy Awards thing. Ben Stiller might've been the, I don't think he was the host, but he did a whole bunch of skits for the Academy Awards that year. So he had like the same black hair and he had that Tom Cruise look. Wasn't like around Tropic Thunder, was it? I don't know. I'm going to actually look this up because I don't know. It might be worth watching. It's it's short. It's like a two minute clip. Uh, Tropic Thunder is a movie. I guess kind of like Three Amigos or my name is Bruce, where it's a bunch of actors being dropped off in like a, not Vietnam probably, but and a place like that because I think they're filming a movie and there's actually a war going on. It's the movie where yeah, um, Robert Downey Jr. played a character playing somebody playing in blackface, but not well, just playing a black person, not blackface exactly. But yeah, and Tom Cruise was like a egomaniacal studio head or something. lawyer or studio exec or something. Like he had a very small part in it, but he was like the five minutes he was on screen was like nothing like you've seen him before so yep. and he was, ben, over, he was overweight balding yeah um you know sunglasses when the lights are off kind of thing yeah all right i'm gonna share this thing here it's just it's just one i'm not gonna play them all like there's too many there's too many that they did share i'll make sure the sound is good <clears throat> Oh, we get sued by Tom Cruise for this. Oh God. So Ben Stiller. Optimize their video clip. Stereo. I think they have this, I think they have the same nose though, don't they? It might. <laughs> I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll play this one. This might be one of the best ones. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go get a bagel. Yeah. You want something? Uh no, I'm good. Tom. All right, I'll get I'm good. it. I'm good. All right, yeah. We've worked together for so long now, it's almost like, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like we, we almost finish each other's sentences, kind of. Right, I mean, I don't, I don't think we've ever finished each, each other's, other's sentences. sentences. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm going to, uh, I'm going to... <laughs> God. I, I, I like Ben Stiller. I'm a Ben Stiller fan for sure. Yeah, the Fockers was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Showing up. Yeah, the Fockers. Wait, the Fockers. Wait. Oh, yeah, Ben Stiller. That's right. That was Ben Stiller. Is it, is it singles that he was into? Like when they were doing like those 90 teenage angst kind of movies? Oh, it was, well, maybe uh, not teenage, but. No, it was. um um. Singles came out and then theirs came out, which was uh, the, the one Ethan Hawke was in it. Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder, yeah, yeah. Um, I know it's not called My Sharona, but it's the movie that made that song popular yes, again. Yes, it was. Oh my God, what is it called? Ethan Hawke. Oh my God, it's one of my. I love that film. He actually, so Ben Stiller was a director and wrote the movie. Yeah, and he was in it. He played uh, someone who wasn't quite cool. No, he was the yeah the uncool boyfriend. The uncool boyfriend yeah. Oh my god, what the hell is it called? Good soundtrack too. Great soundtrack. Uh, why... probably around the same time as like Empire Records and like movies like that. So yes, it was yeah. Reality bites. Reality bites. That's it. Do you ever see Reality Bites, son? Mm, you know what? Sounds familiar. That's probably like eighties, right? Bites is B-Y-T-E-S? 19, actually, 1994, it looks like. Oh, okay. No, I think it's an I, not a Y. Okay. So it's not a, a computerized bite? No. No, it's not like Hackers or those other kind of movies. Okay. Although I just recently rewatched Johnny Mnemonic and uh, enjoyed that. So. Oh, yeah. That was good. Yeah. Uh, so the Reality Bites was the movie where Dome... Like one of the dome lyrics comes from that movie. Okay. <laughs> what what is one? I don't know. The line is something you know what the penalty is for premature evacuation, right? That's what the line was that Ethan Ethan Hawke was always smarmy and smarter than everyone and always had a, a backhanded joke about everything. Uh yeah. So she was he was trying to he was interested in Winona Ryder in the movie or something, but she had a boyfriend, which was Ben Stiller. And he was, he was frustrated with her because she was being successful and like, Oh, you can't be successful. He was like, just one of those like slacker, you know, if you're successful, then you've sold out. And, yeah. And Ben Stiller was the one that wore like the suit and tie kind of yeah. boyfriend. Yeah, and he, and he worked for like wasn't it like a like a much or much music M- MTV style network, and they were going to show her. She had some reality show or something, or not a reality show, but it was like, okay, let's watch a freaking trailer then, right? <laughs> sure. Hello, you've reached the winter of our discontent. <laughs> I'm uh, making this documentary about my friends, but it's really about people who are trying to find their own identity without having any real role models or heroes or anything. And it seems like your friends would be perfect for that. I truly believe that if we can get two women on the Supreme Court, we can get at least one on you, Sam. I lost my job. Why did you get a job at Burgerama? I was valedictorian of my university. Well, you don't have to put that down on your application. Do you have any idea what it means to be a cashier at Wiener Schnitzel? There you go, sir. And have a tune, Wiener Dude. 
a couple of smokes, a cup of coffee, and a little bit of conversation. You and me and five bucks. You got it. He's strange, he's sloppy, he's a total nightmare for women. I can't believe I haven't slept with him yet. Are you religious? I guess I'm uh, a non-practicing Jew. Hey, I'm a non-practicing virgin. <laughs> Did he dazzle you with his <laughs> mineral water? He's not a yuppie. What is your glitch, huh? My glitch? And why are you acting like a jealous boyfriend all of a sudden? Hi. You look beautiful. You you look like you look like a doily. Anyway, did did you recall that movie, Todd? I think I, well, I remember some of it. I'm not sure if I've seen the whole Mm -hmm. movie or just more of the. That's a great. No, I don't, I I don't, I don't think I've I've seen that one. Is it worth watching? Yeah, I think so. It's been a while, but I remember it being worthwhile. I think of out of all those movies at the time, singles and uh, Empire Records and all that, like that was one. This one stood out like uh, quite a bit. Empire Records, man, I got yeah, go that one too. No, I watched that last year. I think I actually like that better than Reality Bites, although I like both. I think now, I think now that we're all older, I think I, I don't. Maybe I won't like this movie as much, like Reality Bites. Maybe I will, because Reality Bites was my number one of those films at the time i don't know it might have shifted i'm an older person there might be stuff in there that i might not enjoy at all but well whatever. something like that 70s show as an example when i watched it was like about the teenagers right mm-hmm. and now with the 90s show it's like oh i wonder what red and kitty are doing it's like what are the grandparents doing <laughs> have you have you seen it yeah yeah i've i've watched a couple episodes of that 90s show it's 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 different it kind of misses there's something missing out of it but i'm not too sure what it is yeah like we're not exactly 90s kids we lived through the 90s obviously but i don't think we're 90s kids i wonder if 90s kids would actually get it more i Um, wonder that's possible maybe yeah because i guess i'm more like a 80s kids who grew up in 70s and 60s stuff so i didn't actually pay attention well except for maybe movies and but i didn't really pay much attention to the 80s when i was living it so but yeah or like say watching gilmore girls and then going like oh i now i understand what the mom was talking about instead of like what the kid was talking uh, about yes yeah that's true that's very true that sh- that shows actually very smart sylvie turned me on to that one it's like this looks dumb and blah, blah, blah and it's like yeah but i didn't give it an, a chance and then once i watched it i'm like Oh, okay. I see the genius here. Yeah, that was a good show. We yeah. used to watch yeah. that all the time. So, were you watching Gilmore Girls because Sebastian Bach was on it, Todd? Or, uh, no, no, <laughs> no, no, just watching it because that's what was on prime time. And uh, anytime there's a prime time show on, it doesn't matter if you're not really into it totally, 
if you start watching it and then kind of get into it and that's all that's really on because there's usually only like two channels for prime time that are that were competing for each other at the time um seven o'clock was usually the kind of the the, the slot where you know this would be the the type of show that anybody would want to be in that time slot because that's when more, most people are watching and i'm sure commercials when they sell the commercials that was probably the most expensive time mm-hmm. if they went if they went by you know well if 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 it's a two in the morning uh commercial it's uh two hundred dollars if it's uh seven o'clock uh it's two thousand dollars yep yeah, yeah. Todd, did you ever see empire records you know what? I've heard the title, and I'm sure who who's in it. Liv Tyler, Renee Zellweger, Robin Tunney. Uh, who else? Yeah, it's one of those things. Where if I if I saw a clip, I go, yeah, I, I yeah, I remember that. Or Are you not. asking me to cue the clip, Todd? Yeah, you might as well cue up the clip. <laughs> it's clip day. It's clip yeah. day. <laughs> Wampire Records is like a state, so like. Like a Virgin Records, Virgin Records would be around by then, right? But like a big uh, record video store. Okay, yeah, it's so like Sam the Record Man. Was Empire uh, actually the name of a real place or no? I don't think so. But it, it was like a mega store, a mega like record. It's like yeah, block, blockbuster. Although oddly, it seemed yeah. to be independent because they were able to buy it at the end of the movie. So I'm not quite sure how that worked, but. Yeah, but I mean the size of it and uh, the stuff they carried was like a Virgin record store. Right. Okay, I got it here. Uh, do you see it, guys? Yeah, ninety-five yep. back when record stores were still. Yeah, around. we're still a thing. Everybody, uh, this is uh, Gina, Roy, Lucas, AJ. The staff of Empire Records had the coolest jobs on earth. Do you think the story is already written, or do you think a bold and courageous act can change the course of history? Something happened to me last night in Atlantic City. Did you win anything? No, I did not. But Lucas blew it. Everyone knew it. You were going to buy Empire? Well, that's a good thing, right? <laughs> the money is gone. Where's it going to? I think it's recirculating. You're turning us into a music town? I have to pay for what Mr. Brilliant here did. I'm the idiot. You're the screw-up, and we are all losers. Now, five friends have one day to decide what to do with the rest of their lives. AJ loves Corey, not the whole story. Today is the day that I'm going to tell Corey how I feel about her. That I, uh... Love her. Yeah. Do you think that it's possible for someone to be in love with someone else and not even know it? In this life, there are nothing but possibilities. That is so sweet. I think I'm going to barf. Corey wants Rex first time at sex. Hey, Rex, what happened to your hair? I will offer myself to Rex Manning. Ah! I wish I could be brave. You are brave. I have to bring Rex's lunch. I'm bringing Rex's lunch! Mark's raging mad. Best day he's had. Just like this! Help me, help me, help me. If I was in a band, they would not be doing this to me. Deb shaved her head and made out she was dead. I tried to kill myself with a lady back. Just your typical nutty teenager. You did have hair, right? I was tired of being invisible. Gina did it again, this time to a friend. You get smarter the shorter your skirt gets. I want to sing in a band, but I don't have the guts. So is this how your life's going to be now? You're just going to screw every husband? I'm starting! Want to know more? Check out the store. Empire Records open till midnight. This is Mark. Midnight. 
Empire Records, featuring the music of Better Than Ezra, Gin Blossoms, Ape Hangers, Evan Dando, Toad the Wet Sprocket, and the Cranberries. What is wrong with you people? Rock and roll. Well, that was that. I can't believe I've never seen that movie. Sounds like a Todd special. Yeah, it sounds like something I'd watch. Yeah. There was all, yeah, there was all, there was high fidelity at the time too, or like that was the other big one. That one, I I think, I, I believe I saw, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Singles, that's the one with Brendan Fraser, right? One of them? Airheads. No, but more serious. Yeah, no, Airheads I like too, but what were they? The um, Lone Rangers. Oh, singles was, um the, the long haired guy you're thinking of in Singles was. um No, Brendan Fraser didn't have long hair, but. He was in a couple of those movies, and that one, and then the one movie with like one of the Baldwins, where there was like a Thrapple. That was another movie Fraser was in around that time. Was was it just called called, Threesome? There was a movie called Threesome, yeah. It had one of the Baldwin brothers, and that was another movie of that time. Yeah. Yeah, it was about, yeah, about, yeah, it it was actually, it was interesting because that movie was about, there was, um, there was a gay character in the movie, and he liked his roommate. But yes. his roommate liked a girl. And the girl liked the gay guy. Right. Yeah. And that's... Yeah, Brendan Fraser was was that character. So and they were in college. Yeah, I, I mean the soundtrack. So in terms of soundtracks, yes. Um, I think Threesome was my favorite of those ones, I think. Don't think I ever had it, but uh Empire Records is pretty high up there for me. I'm actually looking up to see what's on all three of these as a comparison. Uh, okay, hang on. Three. Well, my records has somebody doing "Kids in America" as a cover. Oh my god! Yes, yes, yes. Because that's actually, I think that was my wife's introduction to that song for "Kids in America." I think, and it's still <laughs> on every um, on every one of her soundtracks. I'm actually pulling up these ones. Reality bites. I've, oh, soundtrack. I'm going to pull them all up here. Todd probably doesn't know any of these bands. These might be a little too far left field. Oh. <laughs> well, I think I have about three or four soundtracks that all have like Hey Man, Nice Shot and Red Right Hand on them. So that was very popular for a couple of years. Okay, so this is what do you got here? soundtrack here. Boom Shakalak. This is the soundtrack that brought this song to fame. Right. Remember that song? Uh, New Star Tears for Fears, Like a Virgin by Teenage Fan Club, which is really grungy. Duran Duran Jellyfish. This was my introduction to Brad, which is a spin-off band of um, Pearl Gems, which is really good. Well, maybe this is not that great. Uh, this doesn't look that good. No. There's a few good songs, but okay, so let's see. Empire Records. Liar, Better Than Ezra. So I wasn't a fan. Do do you like Better Than Ezra and Toad the Wet Sprocket and those types of bands, Gerald? Jared? Uh, Maybe Toad the Wet Sprocket a little bit more. Um, Blossoms. But like A Girl Like You, like Edward Collins is a great song. Charlie, hear it from you. That was in the oh. trailer that we saw. So it was Sugar High. Um, I don't want to live today. I actually like that one a lot too. 
Oh, you know, maybe it was around the same time. Another really good soundtrack was Clueless. Oh my god! Although maybe a little bit more slightly, slightly more poppy, but um, that had uh, Mullet Head by the Beastie Boys was really good. This is okay. Uh, what was the other one? You really like Fake literally Plastic listed Creed. all this was of a good cover. And these are these are all Sylvie's favorites. So you and Sylvie are like totally on the same page. Kids in America yeah. was on here by the Muffs. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so I got it different. Okay. Mullet yeah. Where did you go? Was great. Mullet Head is good. Need you around by the Smoking Popes is from this movie. Holy shit! That's uh, one of the songs that I. It's one of the one I'm playing drums. It's the first one I go to usually. Uh, shake some action. Supergrass. Well, all the young dudes. I mean, to go with kids in America. Yep. This is pretty good. Okay, and then the other one was Reality Bites. Bites. Let's see what's on here. Oh, yeah, when you come back to me. Forgot about that. Do you you remember this? Oh, I'm Nothing by Ethan Hawke. I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Ethan Hawke is... Well, that's more of a... More of a story than a song, if I remember it correctly, but yeah. Yeah. But he also did a cover of um, the um, Flaming Lips cover in the film. He performs it. And it's where he's a total jackass. And he's uh, and, and the, the line in the song, all, all I want is just one more fucker or whatever. This is what he's singing to her and just basically treating her like trash. This was a really good kind of era for this kind of stuff. Like, like even like basketball, I remember having a good soundtrack. I remember half basketball, of my collection at the really? time were probably soundtracks. Yeah. Basket. Base. Like Real Big Fish. Oh, really? I like Real Big Fish. Watching movies was never about the soundtrack when I was growing up because it was, they had music in the movie, but you never thought it thought of it as a soundtrack it was just like oh they just put some music in the in the show it's only after say um like top gun like when they all the all the music that was in there it was like wow there's some pretty good music in here and then you look it up and go oh it's soundtrack for say top gun it's like oh they got all these different bands and all these different you know all this different music uh but you never pretty put it together when you're younger yeah, well, the thing with Top Gun, I was actually just looking up a little bit about, um, uh, probably didn't get the name wrong, like Robert F. Altemeyer. Yes. But he's a guy that did like the score for, or like the main theme for Top Gun, but he also did like Beverly Hills Cop and the yep. Fletch movies. And I would love just to get like a CD or a record of his. Of his? Yeah. But then the thing with like Top Gun is like you get maybe two of his and like eight other sort of not real songs because his are real songs but like pre-existing songs like pop singing songs berlin so yeah. uh is he even on this one baltimore yeah well top gun th- and th- oh, did it with uh, steve stevens yeah sorry Her- not robert harold but yeah yeah Dude, but if i could get like you know axel laugh for like fletch's theme and if i could get a whole record of that i would love it not that i dislike these songs i just would prefer to well like when um like burton's batman came out right like you got the prince soundtrack and then you got the tim burton soundtrack i want fultimire's soundtrack of some of these movies and i don't think they exist or if they did it was like on record like decades ago yeah fultimire was great 
Yeah. I, I forgot that he did the Top Gun thing with Steve Stevens. That's impressive. Yeah, but all you remember, well, mostly remembers that, like, you know, Highway to the Danger Zone, right? Like, that's that's the Top Gun theme, and it kind of is, or at least it's the song that's most associated with it, but he does the score for the movie. So, the, like, I think what Todd was saying, like, there was an evolution where sound, like, if you saw a movie, there might be, like, two songs in the film, and all the rest is right. score, right? So, like, or James Bond is probably the best example. There was a James Bond song. It was tina turner or 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 whoever right and then the rest is the score and but later they would just there'd be more songs and then eventually there'd be like a soundtrack of there's the score and then there's the soundtrack that like like two different things and then eventually the the soundtrack started overtaking well i mean they're popular it's the greatest hits it's a k-tel it's a new version of k-tel in some ways right yeah yeah and it might have also been too where a lot of like the companies either owned their own music division or were bought up by somebody. Mm-hmm. So if say like the Spider-Man movies, I think when they first started only had Sony music one, because they had the library to it Two, they would make the money off of it. And three, and maybe for the, f- the first main reason is you don't have the problem you had with heavy metal. You didn't have to ask the other companies. You already owned all of the yes. music. So you and weren't then, paying a licensing fee at all. Yeah. And you didn't have to like declare it through legal to say, well, can we use this song in the movie? Yes. Can we put it on the soundtrack? No. Or can we put it on the DVD? Um, what's the other? Um, Almost Famous has that, mm. right? With the Led Zeppelin song. Yep. And uh, even on one of the extras on Almost Famous, they'll say, you know, go, and I don't remember, it's Led Zeppelin 3 or whatever it was, but, you know, just pause here, go grab your CD. When I, you know, hit play and listen to it. And then like on the DVD, you can, they have the scene without the music, but the, you know, he's still kind of like there with his mom and they're kind of swaying and, you know, they're yeah. and the, the scene because they just assume if you're watching this movie, well, you must have like owned some Led Zeppelin CDs or records. Good or point. Cause they, yeah. Cause the band, the band in that film is meant to be Led Zeppelin, right? Isn't that with how the story yeah. goes, but they couldn't. Yeah, but it's based on stuff that happened, but. I'm not like specifically. I, th- I think all the names were m- made up, but was that Jason Scott? Wait, Jason Lee, who played the singer in the Almost Famous, in the in the. What? I don't. I I remember Mark Maron being in a movie, but he actually um uses a clip from that movie in his podcast for his intro. Do you remember? Yeah, it was Jason Lee. Yeah, he was this. He was the singer in the band. Do you remember that movie, Todd? Almost famous. Uh, it sounds familiar. So it was a Cameron. It was a Cameron Crow film, right? He's the guy that did uh, singles. Did a whole yeah, bunch was, of, you know great coming of age films. Yeah, because the 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 lead was got Kate a Hudson. job like doing an interview with, like through Rolling Stone. I don't remember if it was Rolling Stone in the movie, but he was only like fifteen, so he had to convince his mom to go, and he yeah. kind of. Because he was a good writer, he was able to get the job, but then people didn't realize how young he was at the time. Yeah. So yeah, coming of age story for that reason. He was only fifteen. And yeah. he became like it was a it was a biography, Cameron Crowe in, in some ways. Yeah. And Jason Lee, my name is Earl, was this was the lead singer of the Zeppelin band in the movie. Who also, at least at one point in time, I thought would have made a good Fletch. 
Yeah. Todd, do you know who Jason Lee is? Yeah. Yeah. His name is Earl. <laughs> yeah. Show. Is uh, the blonde on the show uh, played one of the characters on Mom? Jamie His Presley? girlfriend? King? The, the blonde one? Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Can't remember. Oh, I don't know her real name, but. Yeah, and then his brother was also one of like the Kevin Smith regulars for the movies. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you don't see much from him anymore. Oh, he's I've seen him in what Kevin Smith? No, no, Jason no, no. Uh, Jason Lee. Um, I think not, he, not lately he had um he did those chipmunk movies. Like oh chipmunk. yeah, Alvin and, and chipmunks. Uh, he got offered <laughs> a lot of money, and then um. He wasn't allowed to not make those movies as they made sequels. Oh. Well, yeah, there was two for sure. I don't remember if there was three, but it was there was three films total. We've the kids are massive fans. He didn't yeah, well, Mason used to those. watch them, so Yeah. But I used to watch the old cartoon. So. But uh I think that was a that was a, it was like I can't get out of this contract. Like he wanted so he would just like I I don't know, like he was kind of walking through the scenes, just kind of reading the lines, not like putting anything into it. It's like, I can't get out of this fucking contract. And I think he <laughs> felt it was, you know, it was ruining his career, but like he's an, he's an interesting cat because like, did I actually say interesting cat? Okay. never mind. But he was, he was a skateboarder and that's what, like what he was doing. He was, I think professional skateboarder. Mm-hmm. And then he somehow got on to the Kevin Smith film. Right. I think that's his story. Like, uh, what was it? Mallrats, right? That was his debut? Or no? Well, the Chasing Amy we had a, would have had a main part in it. That's right. But... Yeah, Chasing Amy was first, yeah. And he was in that. It was the um, artist, right? And the other guy was the tracer slash inker for the comic. That's right. The, tra- yeah. the tracer slash inker. Todd, did you ever see Mallrats? Mm-hmm. Or uh, Chasing Amy? Either one of those? Those are both Kevin Smith films. Yeah, those it's it's like names of songs. Like unless it was super super popular, and then I saw it. Well, those two were pretty popular. What were they called again? Chasing Amy was so Clerks was Amy. was the first film that he Kevin Smith did, right? I never did see Clerks. No, no. Okay, then his follow up film was Chasing Amy, which is about someone who falls in love with 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 a woman, but she's a lesbian, and you know what's ever going to happen with that sort of thing. Probably didn't see that one. Who was uh, Kevin Smith's girlfriend at the time, I think. Yes, correct. And then he did Mallrats after. Which I, like, like those three films, I'm, I, I I love them all. I think they're great. And then was it Dogma after? Um, yeah, Dogma would have been before Clerks too, right? I think so. I think so. I still haven't seen Jane Talent Bob yet. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I don't know why I missed all those movies. I, like the... I must, have been, must have been doing something else at the time. I like the reboot movie, except you really need to have watched all the other movies because 
it was like, hey, you're from this movie. Hey, you're from that movie. Hey, you're from this movie. It's like, hey, you played three characters, but you're this from that movie specifically. And it's like a lot of sort of in jokes of things you needed self, to know. Self kind of like a, maybe Avengers Endgame, right? Like yeah. you can watch it, but you really need to watch the other movies to to kind of get it, I guess. What, what were they saying? They're saying Kevin Smith was the first director to have a joined universe way before Marvel even did it in movies. <laughs> Uh, well, Universal would have had that with their monsters. Oh, no, you're right. That's right. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. But yeah, like the View Askew. View Askew. Yeah. Um, or View Askew universe definitely had joined. Although, again, actors played different parts sometimes. I'm just looking here, chasing Amy Morats. Kevin Smith. See, it, so, so Todd, you're not very familiar with Kevin Smith then. Well, I know him, but I don't, you know, the movies, I haven't really watched a whole lot of them. Right. Well, something like Zach and Miri make a porno, I don't think it's part of that universe, but it's still pretty much a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. And then uh, the one he did with um, um, Die Hard. Justin Kevin. Long? Like, I don't think I want to watch Tusk. I'm sure it's probably an okay movie, but I don't think it's for me. I've seen it. <laughs> it's it's not good. <laughs> it's, um, Todd Tusk takes place in Manitoba, actually in Gimli or near Gimli. And it was actually filmed here. It was like a walrus or something. Uh, Podcast. Well, what what year was this? Two thousand fourteen. Yeah, not two thousand fourteen. Yeah, I guess nine years is kind of long. It doesn't seem long, but so looking at looking at his at his history though, like okay, Clerks hits the zeitgeist. It is incredibly popular. Kevin Smith is now a filmmaker. After that film, he does Mallrats. Mallrats grosses really well out of the gate, but it's very expensive and ends up not doing well, like not as well as because they expected him to be the next Tarantino, right? Like Tarantino yeah. level, but he never quite achieve that but then chasing amy wins all these awards and then he has that film dogma which does really really well and then after that he just he, i don't know like he had jane silent bulb strikes back which made him money but it, he was losing his name and then jersey girl which he got just i i didn't mind it it was good <clears throat> But well, it, he, he has a lane and he sticks in it for the most part. Like, I also haven't seen Red State either yet, but um, oh, but like the View Askew stuff or the Jay and Silent Bob stuff yeah. is like he can keep doing that for a while. I mean, he's he doesn't always do the same exact thing, right? It's like different stories, hmm. but um, like even Clerks 3 is kind of clerk. Well, because it's somebody it? making a movie about his, about his life, which is kind of what Clerks was in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Clerks so, is autobiographical. Yeah. Um and then Clerks it, Three is autobiographical about one of the characters. Yeah. Did you see so you didn't see Red State? No, not yet. Todd, did you see Red State? I don't think so. No. It's good. It was it made <laughs> uh twenty eleven. It's worth seeing. It's a horror movie. You wouldn't know it's a Kevin Smith film at all. There's no nothing identifying it as a Kevin Smith film. It's a very serious film and is really good. 
and it's scary as hell, but it's based on like, um, I don't know. I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's a modern day horror movie that preys on our fears about the world. Oh, lovely. Mm. Uh, is, is it like cops and Robertson's or something that he also did, which is not like in a typical type of his movie. Like it was a, like it was a studio movie. Oh, cop which out. is not really cop out. Hmm? Cop out. Cop yeah. Was the one he did, which was rated one of the worst movies of all time. And it right, was, but it's not, that's not the director you want for a movie like that, right? No, no. So, and it was a Bruce Willis movie and Kevin Smith did not get along with Bruce Willis in any way, shape or form. They yeah. fought on set all the time, but yeah, red state. So, um, General plot is teenagers drive to meet a woman named Sarah in response to an invitation for group sex. Mm. Okay, well that's Kevin Smith. Mm. Along the way, <laughs> along the way, they accidentally sideswipe the parked vehicle of Sheriff Winan as Winan is is engaged in sex with another man. Wow, Winan returns to the station and tells his deputy Pete to look for the vehicle involved. So it ends up so basically it's this town. Mm that is under lock and key by the sheriff, if I recall. And he's hiding everything. I don't know. It's it's really scary. It's one of those movies where it's, it's about religion and how far religion can go and how in small towns and stuff like that. The law is the law. It's not it's not the regular law. It's they have their own law within the town. And if like you, Footloose. Yeah. Yeah, actually, <laughs> like Footloose. But it, it's really good. I remember being frightened because it was just well it, it's like yeah because it's about, went it's, to a southern town that's ultra religious doesn't obey the laws of the, of the country or the state even and something goes wrong in that town you're like oh i have a right to lawyer not here you don't you know it's like yeah. one of those places right it's like some of the scariest or personal scariest movies are things that could happen yes you know not like the monster or the ghost or paranormal which you know, you can have your opinion on, but, but yeah, something like red state or um, like hush or movies like that. It's like, well, it's not supernatural. It could happen. Somebody could stalk you in, in your own house or yeah, yeah, you could get trapped in the wrong city or town. Yep. The monsters of today are more scary than actual monsters. Yeah. Actually scary. They're, you know, all right. I, I just get the, uh, the, uh, Hey, you know, we're leaving for, for the in-law, right? <laughs> ding on my phone i guess we have to cap it there okay all right that was lost see i didn't even know where we were gonna go but this was actually a lot of fun yeah typical i think i've just... only known maybe once or twice we're gonna talk about and even once that you didn't really talk about what we were supposed to nope, nope. Uh, we'll get to <laughs> just it talked about <laughs> well we talked about song titles of an album not really about the songs itself so yeah I don't. Know, I, I think I'm gonna go back and listen to all those soundtracks we brought up, though. Like I haven't listened to those in forever, and I'm sure they're on. There was streaming service. There was another movie, like I don't remember. All of my CDs are in another room. Um, like Clueless. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about it next time after I, I look it up. Yeah, actually, yeah. Why don't you bring up a few CDs? Bring up a few sure. CDs. Throw them in the chat, and then. Uh, that that would be probably pretty good to talk about. Yeah, I mean, Judgment Night was good too. Mm. Judgment Night, The Crow. Yeah. Um, 
all those movies. Uh, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. Well, and um, Bordello Blood as well. They were both good. Anything Tarantino. Yeah, uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Yep. And um, uh, was it Desperado? Was that the second movie? El Mariachi. Yeah, Desperado was good. It was also the time where like you would put in clips, like sound clips, like 5, 10, 15 seconds from the movie in there as well. I did like it when they mixed it in with the actual song, but if it was like a you know, track five was 15 seconds of Cheech Moran as the bartender. Like, perfect. Yeah, I, I love keep, those. Just keep it out of the song because yeah, you want to put the song in a mixtape. Yeah, like Reservoir Dogs, they had the um, Stephen Wright, the comedian. He was doing the radio station. Yes. In the movie, right? So in between oh songs, my God. <laughs> Stephen Wright, those were the soothing sounds of yeah. Waka or whatever. Like, he said, it was um, inserted between the songs, which were awesome. Yeah, Natural Born Killers had that as well. I love killers. I was I was a C section baby. Now I always leave by the window. <laughs> I have a circular driveway and I can't get out. <laughs> Where was the other one? Oh I bought some powdered water, but I don't know what to add. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, Stephen Ray jokes I, all day long. Oh yeah, he's, I wish as a baby my first words was quote. And then I'd go through my life, and the last words would be, end quote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Stephen Wright, you're so great. All right, well, let's cap it there. All right. Well, thanks, Jared. Good to see you yep. again. Um, um, well, I don't know where we find you, Jared, but you can message our show, I guess, if someone wants to get a hold of Jared. Or if you know Jared, message him directly. Sure. Well, uh, yeah. if you're reading this, you can probably see my name in the notes. And uh, well, my store's still on Facebook when I kind of link stuff I like. But uh, personally, I'm on Facebook. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, public. We'll link to so, the Facebook anyway. So that's good. Comic yeah. Factory 4. Com- wait, Comic Factory 4, not Comic. Yeah, then the 4 is IV. But if you've been in Comic Factory, I suspect there's probably not uh, too there's many no other. One, there's no one, two, or three on there. No. Well, there was never a three. There was so... never a three. No. All right, cool. Okay, uh, you can find us. Where do you find us, Todd? At seanmcginnity.ca. S-E-A-N-M-C-G-I-N-I-T-Y. And all socials at Sean Geek Podcast. Bye. <laughs>